Hey guys, and welcome back to Grace of a Military Child and Life podcast. Life from the perspective of a military family member is way different than a civilian standpoint. Military children and family members give up their hopes and dreams to be able to stand by and support their service member, and it isn't an easy lifestyle for anyone to live. I hope that this podcast is able to help connect the military community and give others just a glimpse into what the military life is like from the perspective of spouses and children. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Grace of a Military Child podcast in life. Today, I have Sarah on the podcast, and I'm super excited to have her on. So Sarah, welcome. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for having me. I'm excited for this chance to talk with you. Yes, me too. So kind of tell me a little bit about, you know, your life experiences, like relating to the military and how all that has kind of impacted you. Yeah. So um, just to be clear right off the bat, I am not a military child. <laughs> um, so that everybody knows. <laughs> um, I'm a military spouse, um, raising military children. So um, yeah, just so that we're very clear on that. Yes. Um, I, so me and my husband met in college, um, when he was in the air force ROTC program, got married, he commissioned as an officer. And then he's been, let's see, we've been married, I think almost for four years. So it's been not super long, but we've had so many experiences jam packed into these like three, two to three years of being active duty military. So it's been a roller coaster. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. What kind yeah. of, what's it like? I mean, you know, meeting your husband in college and then, you know, how did the decision come about saying I'm going to join the military? Um, so when we met, he was already in the ROTC program and he already had signed his service commitment. So he like, I I knew that when we started dating, he did tell me, he was like, just so you know, like I am committed to return these years back to them. You know, they right. pay for my school. I return my years. So this is going to be a, like a commitment for a while. I think at the time his commitment was five years. Um, it's since been extended just because of his specific job, but, um, yeah, so I, I came into it and he was already, he was already committed. So that wasn't a decision we were able to have together, which is okay. You know, that's just how the timeline of it went. Right. Um, but it did give me the chance to think about it before we got super serious, you know, just like make sure this, like, I didn't, I didn't really understand how much it would impact my life, but I did know it would change. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, I just got to think about like, you know, what, like how my plans would change, how things would be different. Um, and uh, like initially, like it took up pretty much none of it. It was just like school. And so it didn't feel like it changed. So I, not that I wouldn't have like married him if I had known, I'd still yeah. married him, you know, but like it, it definitely was um, not what I was expecting. <laughs> yeah. So. Did you have like a certain um, like career plan going into college? Like this is what I'm doing now. This is what I want to do. This is where I want to be. Um, Kind of, but not really. Um, my plan was just like go to school. I My major is computer engineering. And then like from there, see if I can get a great job. And if I happen to meet somebody that I love, like, you know, we can get married and whatever or, you know, be together. But I, 
I didn't really have a plan so much as just like, I was hoping to live my family because for all of my life, I never got to. Yeah. And then that was, that was like it. That was, those were like my two requirements, like live my family and find <laughs> and hopefully have a successful career if I can make it work, you know? So, right. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes the military just comes around and, and changes things like, yes. Even um, in my life, uh, I was already in college when I met my my boyfriend and um, we were like planning to get married one day and everything too. Um, but he's a Marine. He was already in the Marines. Right. Um, he wasn't in college, but he went straight into the Marines out of high school. And, uh, you know, I had my dreams of uh, at the point I was still wanting to be a doctor. <laughs> And I, st- I was going back and forth between medical and marketing a lot. And Ooh. so, you know, you can't really be a doctor and be a military spouse. It is definitely a lot more, comes with a lot more challenges. That's for sure. Yes. Cause you have to do your specializations in every, you have to sit for the boards in every single state that you live in. And then what if you get stationed yeah. overseas? So. Yeah, that's exciting. It's, it's definitely not something that I like never in my mind before I had met him. And even once we started dating, it never occurred to me like, Oh, if I got married to someone in the military, how would it affect my life? Like, it just like mm-hmm. never, like the military was never on my radar. I had some friends where like their dad was in the army, but that was like the most experience that I had. Uh, or my, and my uncle, um, served in the army as well. And that was like, it was like very baseline. Like, I just know that the military exists. Like when we first started dating, I, genuinely thought for a couple months that my husband was in the in the army um <laughs> like he's actually in the air force <laughs> I was embarrassed then I don't I think it's kind of funny now but yeah like I just back really had it. like zero yeah I just like zero knowledge of the fact that like the military could have such a huge impact on your life that was just not on my radar at all so yeah what is it like, you know, getting out of college and you know starting this this life in a journey as a military spouse then? Um, well, we knew once Chase graduated that we would move and it was like, we had like, you know, up to a year, like between like a week and a year where we knew eventually we would move. And I knew that I would not have time to finish my bachelor's. Um, and so I decided instead of doing like, it was like, we would have to move after three years of college instead of four. So I decided to stop after year two and get my associates and then work until we moved Um, just because I didn't want to have to be paying for classes and taking stuff where I'd have to might have to retake it somewhere else. So I just was like, full stop. I'm just going to find a great job. And then like, you know, someone that like, it's okay if I'm disposable and then we can just move whenever they move us. And, um, it, it was, he graduated May, 2020, um, which was like a couple months after everything like kind of shut down and everything changed. So I feel like yes. our experience was extra unique. Um, but it was, it was very different going from, you know, like he would have two classes a week where he would need to be in there and that to like, you know, full-time job, which like, I mean, that's how most of the world works. You go from right. college to job, but it was just strange. It, it, yeah. There are just so many experiences. It's just a whole different transition. Of the military, like it's just very weird to go yes. from college to job. So. Right. 
especially as a spouse or as like a loved one yes. to like all of a sudden, like, you know, you, you may not be able to like meet up between classes and go get snacks or like, right. I, I don't know. Like you, now they don't have homework on the weekends, which is really nice, but like, I don't know. It's just, it's very different. Yeah. So, like it's very different. Yeah. You they have to get used forward. to like the whole new schedule and everything of how, how life's yes. going to go. Yes. And like, you can choose to not go to school and like your grades might suffer and they might not. But like, if you choose not to go to work, like you get in a lot of trouble. Especially yeah. like, <laughs> so that, that was, it was just a big change. It was a lot for both of us to comprehend. And then also to add on the aspect of like, it's the military. So yeah. not only are you getting a job, but you're also moving, like, you know, you've got to try and find a place to live. You've got to understand all of this about like, you know, TRICARE and getting IDs and like all of the other things that come with the military. It's just a lot. <laughs> so overwhelming. Yes. Yeah, for sure. And let me tell you, TRICARE is a whole other aspect. <laughs> <laughs> yes. As it is. So yeah, I totally get that. Um, you mentioned like COVID era. Like how crazy was that? Um, well, I feel like we got gypped out of a lot of experiences that we should have been able to have yeah. part in. Um, for one, Chase didn't, like I had to, I had to stop working. Um, right. That was also in part because I got pregnant, but most of it was because like, you know, everything was shut down. And so like my work, I worked at, a, at an acai store and they had to close the doors. So I was yeah. like, okay, well, I guess I'll just hang out until we move. Um, and then graduation got canceled. The military ball got canceled. Um, like we, on your first move, you don't, you don't get any help. Like you, you have to do a ditty on your first move, but right. like we, once we got to the base, there was no help available, you know, like, cause everybody, like, it makes sense. It was yeah. hard. Um, but like, you know, there wasn't the childcare available. Like not that we didn't have kids yet, luckily, but, um, at that point, like it worked out okay, but there's just a lot of things that we didn't get that would have made our transition a lot smoother. Yeah. The resources. Yes. And like, even just being able to like take a tour of the base or being able to go get an ID card, like it just felt like every process, like the whole world was just fighting against us. <laughs> yeah. did not want us to join the military. Or <laughs> like everything, just everything looked different. So it was very, like moving during COVID was weird. Um, like trying to find a house during COVID was weird. And even just an apartment to live in. It's just a lot of, a lot of stress. Plus I was pregnant through that whole time. And so it was just like extra stressful. Yeah. <laughs> so added hormones and like nerves. And it was just like, yeah. Too many things at one time. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm sure. I mean, I think COVID kind of ruined everything. I was a I was a 2020 yeah. graduate out of high school. So I oh definitely get sorry. That. <laughs> I definitely get that. Um, and there's so many things that so many people missed out on, you know, yeah. because of you know, the whole world had to shut down and just stop. Yeah. But like you still continue to grow, you still continue, you know, babies are still being born, people yeah. are still graduating. Like the world doesn't stop. It's like the world was stopping, but it also was still going. Yeah. <laughs> and it just didn't really work out great. For no, anybody. no, it was a weird mix. 
Yeah. So what is it like now? Um, I mean, COVID is kind of moving along now, but what is it like now kind of raising a military child and like what kind of, you know, navigations and, you know, maybe struggles even are you facing in that? Um, well, the first thing that I, that I was thinking of um, in terms of raising a military child is my son has not had the same doctor for more than two visits at a time. Um, just because of how much training and moving we had to do in the first 18 months of his life. And, and even before that too, like I had to switch doctors in the middle of my pregnancy or twice. (laughs) (laughs) I, he, he had one doctor for his birth, one doctor for his three months, one doctor, like it was, we were constantly moving around and that was difficult. Um, and that was, you know, that was COVID aside. That's just how it would have been anyways. Right. Was just constantly moving. And I'm grateful that the way that it worked out with training was all in the beginning. And he was really little because it didn't have that much of an effect on him. You know, he just is there to, you know, he just wants mom and dad and he's just yeah. fine doing whatever and he'll play wherever. Um, but it was hard being a parent and going through all that. Um, having to learn how to be a parent but also like you know move every couple months and find new places to live that were also baby friendly and then like trying to navigate like also taking care of our personal relationship like with me and my husband making sure that we're getting time together and that he's getting time with my son like it was just um it was interesting to try to I mean it it happened it was just interesting to be a parent like of a military kid and to see how starkly different our lives have been, like sure. even though he's only 18 months, just to like see how much it really does affect his life, even if he's not like necessarily noticing it yet. But yeah. Well, even that, like I've taken a lot of psychology classes and like development classes and everything, but like they notice it's so weird on how, they notice, you know, a parent not being there or, you know, they can feel the chaos and stress. Yes. Which I'm sure we did not help at all because (laughs) we were doing either. Um, yeah, like it, it was because it was a lot of like, you know, schedules would change. And so his naps were always at weird times. And like, we would have to go out, like we only had one car for a while. And so it was like, we would try to like dad to work and then go take a nap and then go pick up dad and like at different times every day it was just um a lot that was um difficult to handle in the moment like we made it work but it was not the easiest thing in the world that's for sure yeah and like you know there's so many different aspects and avenues that you can take to you know make things work and, right. you know, every day you might have to choose something new. Yes, absolutely. Because yeah. what works one day is not going to work the next. Yes. Not and just thinking about like, it's hard for me to, as a parent, to imagine like my child getting older, you know, like I look at him and I'm like, how are you so big? But yeah, just like to hypothetically think about like how it's going to be when my children are older. Um, one thing that me and my husband talk about all the time is like, if you know like if it if the military ever um tries to 
break our family down, like, like make it so that, you know, we are not functioning as well as we should be as a family. Um, like family comes first. And right. that's something that we discussed even before we got married was like, is that even a possibility? Like, would you be able to like get out if you needed to, if it was something that was not working for our family or like if our kids ha- end up having developmental issues or learning disabilities or whatever, right. where they need extra support and attention or need that consistency in their life. Is that something that we can do where we can, you know, ask to stay in one place. So we, it was a lot of um, learning, which is why I try to do what I do compiling resources just for my personal benefit as well as for others but um yeah like I can't I can't even imagine what it's going to be like even just like three years down the road yeah of raising military child it's it's very much a a one day at a time but kind of like a you look back and like I should have done that different but (laughs) you still go you still keep going yeah yes it's 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 a very interesting experience to be a military parent yeah so you've created your own blog since. Yes. <laughs> what was going through your head when you were like starting it? What made you think to start it? I mean, you kind of said, you know, be able to have resources. Um, but how has the response been towards that? Um, so initially it really was just like, not that I was trying to be selfish, but it really was just for me to like get answers. Um, yeah. And I like when you start like, trying to learn about one thing in the military you can like go down a black hole for forever of so many like resources things that you just like would have never known otherwise um and so initially like when we started dating and I found out he was actually in the air force not in the army I was like okay I feel like (laughs) I need to know more about this like if we're gonna like you know, get married one day. Like I, I need to know more than just like, what's the name of your branch? Like for right. me, that was me. Right. Other people don't care and that's fine. But for me, I was like, I need to know more. And so I just started doing a bunch of research. Like, you know, where are our options? Where can we go? Like, how does it work once we get married? Like all of this stuff. And I kind of realized one day I was like, well, one, it would be nice to have this like information written down because I have to keep looking it up again. Right. And two, I know I am not the only person that's like having a hard time with this. And so I just put everything together in on a blog and started writing just like as many things as I could think of, of like, Ooh, I found this really helpful. This is how I did this. Um, this is the person you should contact for this. And it surprising, like I, I, it was really, it was really flattering, but surprisingly a lot of people have found it really helpful. Um, and like, which makes me feel good. And also like makes me feel good just that other people are also getting answers to questions. Yeah. Um, like, because there's a lot of things you can learn as um, the service member that, you know, they, they teach you, they tell you that stuff in the room, but like, they're not going to come home and be like, Hey, by the way, this is the name of this rank. And like, <laughs> and like, for me, I wanted to know that. That was just like yeah. something that I found interesting. And so I was like, why don't I just like, go like find out more and that's kind of what it turned into was like a blog of like you know like how TRICARE vision works and resources for deployment that are official and unofficial I don't like just as much as I could throw in there I'm trying to I'm still I'm continuing to try to like flow in but yeah try to be as helpful as I can no and it's it's great to be 
you know, a resource to someone else and, you know, helping someone else along the way because someone will stumble across it and really need it one day. Yeah. Basically I just, I tried to create it with like what I wanted and what I needed. Like I wish somebody had made this for me so that I could see it. Yeah. And then that's basically what I tried to do. It was like, okay, these are the questions I have. Now I need to go answer all of them so that if somebody has all these questions, they can just go find the answers. <laughs> yeah. And having, you know, personal experiences on there too, like, you know, it, it connects you to the other spouses out there, you know, saying, Hey, like yeah. I walked through this too. Like this is, this is how I got through it. And here's how, yeah. you know, you can get through it too. Yeah, definitely. You're definitely not alone. And like, although everybody has such vastly different experiences, um, there's still a common thread and a common unity between everything of, you know, like just the, the experiences that we all have might be different, but it's still like the unity of the military that ties us all together. And so even if, you know, you know, you're never going to have to face a deployment you, there's still great things that you can learn from other people about what they did during a deployment. Right. Like just to bond your family closer, even if that's, you know, even if you never have to be separated like that, but it's just, there's just always things that we can learn from each other. Yeah. Where can uh, listeners find more on your blog and what you're doing? Um, so it is a military wife's life, um, dot com. And if you find me on Instagram, that's like my handle for everything, Instagram and Pinterest and Facebook. Um, and there you can find my website and search anything you can think of. It may not be on there yet, but it, it will be one day. So, yeah. Yeah, that's awesome and incredible. And, you know, thank you for doing that and helping out others along the way. And, you know, not just yourself. Thanks. I, yeah, I like, I don't know. It feels weird to like take credit for the things that <laughs> I've done. I like always get embarrassed, but I, I appreciate it because sometimes like there are, it, it's not um, like the easiest thing in the world to like write about hard experiences yeah. um, or even just like to go delve into how to do something that you may never have to do, but um, it's definitely worth it. Yeah. For sure. In the end, it's all worth it. And, you know, you're helping out others along the way. And to me, like helping others is what makes a difference. And, Mm -hmm. you know, being supportive and everything of other people and, you know, not just yourself. I mean, that's why I started the podcast too. (laughs) So yeah, 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 Yeah. I think that's great. Thank you. Yeah. So one other thing that I'd like to ask, and I ask just about everyone who comes on, um, what advice would you give? Um, and in your case, to another military spouse. Um, <laughs> okay, I have two. Okay, two things. One yes. is instead of comparing your experience with others, have compassion because it's very easy to get into the either I have it worse than you or I have it better than you mindset yeah. versus the mindset of what can I do to support you and love you and help you find joy and confidence or at least some peace in this lifestyle and then the second one is that although you can use military spouses or as military significant other as a title it's not the only thing that makes us who you are there's there's so much more to us even even within the military we have different experiences but outside of the military too we still have 
we still have very intricate lives that we lead. We, we don't ever just hold one title. And so, yeah, just it, make sure you're embracing who you are and in every aspect because it's, it's easy to just get wrapped up in that. I'm just a mother. Like, you know, when people ask me, what do I do for work? I say, yeah, I'm just a mom, you know? Yeah. Like that's, it's so much more than that. And so, yeah, just, you know, pat yourself on the back, give yourself a hug, you know, you're doing great, so. Yeah. (laughs) Well, thank you, Sarah, so much for being on and sharing about your experiences and your blog. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. It was joy and pleasure to speak with you. Yes. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Grace of a Military Child and Life. Make sure to set a reminder for every Tuesday to listen to a new episode. You can find us on Instagram and YouTube at Grace of a Military Child and Life. If you have any questions or want to be on the podcast, send a message to one of our social media platforms or email grace.of.a.military.child at gmail.com. See you next week.